Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Plenty more Supercoach content coming over the next 24 hours. Thought I'd take a little spell though and answer a question sent in by Mark H. Thank you brother, appreciate this one. Really good question. He says, which one of these three is the best signing heading into season 2022 and beyond? The nominees, according to Mark, are Nico Hines going to the Cronulla Sharks, Sean Johnson to the New Zealand Warriors and Connor Watson to the Sydney Roosters. Three fantastic signings, three of the biggest headlines signings of the year. I think he's left Adam Reynolds out of this because I think that would have been a clear one to sort of take the cake. So he's nominated these three. I think they're three really interesting ones to look at. Three guys that will be playing three different positions and three different roles and heading to very, very different teams. Some heading to better teams, some some heading to arguably worse teams, depending on how you want to look at it. Some of these guys are actually replacing each other, of course, as well. So let's start with Nico Hines heading to the Cronulla Sharks. We're expecting him to play 5'8 for season 22. At least that's where I'm expecting him to play. I'm expecting Braden Trindle to line up in the seven next to him. I'm expecting Will Kennedy to line up at fullback. Personally, I just think Will Kennedy has been too good over the last year. I thought he was the best player in Cronulla by far and away last season. So I think he has to be the fullback for next year. And I think Nico Hines is more of a six than a seven. I think he's more of a fullback uh, than a six, to be honest with you. But he's definitely more of a six than a seven to me. And I know people have said, oh, he's played halfback in reserve grade. Yes, he has. Uh, I go back and watch some of those games or remember watching them. And uh, i tell you what, he's not really a traditional seven. And I, when I look at this side, I think Braden Trindle is better to play at seven. I think with a guy like Nico Hines, who can play eyes up, who is as destructive as he is, I think you're better off having a guy like Trindle to just organize, get them to the right spots, and really unleash Nico Hines to try and get the very best out of him. For for me, we didn't see his absolute best football in the Melbourne Storm system when he was organising and when he had a lot on his plate. It's when he was playing free-flowing footy. Now, of course, on top of that, uh, at the Melbourne Storm, 
nine times out of ten, they were winning games. They were on top. So it always put Nico Hines in a good spot to be able to score as many super coach points and have as many highlights as what he did. So going to Cronulla is going to be a massive test. But I have no doubt whatsoever that he is one of the more supreme talented players in our game. He showed that at the Melbourne Storm. It is always a worry when people leave the Storm, but there are exceptions to the rule. We've seen plenty of them. I love the attitude that Nico came out with a couple of weeks ago and just completely rubbished that and said that he's going there to be the very best player that he can. For me, I think that a lot of Nico, a lot of Nico Hines' success is going to come down to who wears the seven next to him. I think it'll be Braden Trindle. If it's not Trindle, I'm not really sure what direction they're going to go here. You would have to think that a Matty Moylan, Connor Tracy, one of these guys might jump in there. Connor Tracy has played a little bit of halfback coming through, but looks to have found a home out in the centers. I did see that Lockie Miller, uh, the super coach positions came out today, and I noticed that he is only available at halfback. I pictured him more as a center wing. Uh, we know that the super coach people, when they go and they name these positions, they ask the club where they'll be using guys. A very interesting one there to name Lockie Miller at seven. Maybe there's nothing to it. It was just something I noticed today. I think you'll be in the center wings, though, realistically, out wide. Uh, so you, it sort of comes down to Trindle. Uh, Matty Moylan, for me, maybe Connor Tracy. I think Trindle is the number one pick. I think he has to be the guy there. And I think he can do a good job. He's no Adam Reynolds. He's no Mitchell Pierce. He's no Nathan Cleary. But I think he's got potential. And I think that if the Cronulla Sharks can just work out, you know, a decent combination in the halves, if... If, if Trindle can just get them to the right spots, they've got enough talent, and I think their defense is going to be good enough in this side for them to be successful. Now, they've got a couple of big boppers, big destructive guys, and they've got a nice little mix of handy ball players as well. You guys like Royce Hunt, and Andrew Fafita is aging, but a Royce Hunt, these sort of fellas, Sifatalakai, they can be really destructive. And then you've got Dale Finucane, and you've got Cam McInnes, who I think will turn Cronulla into one of the better defensive sides in this competition. Mix that in with, of course, Wade Graham. He will be playing on the left edge is one of the best, if not the best, ball-playing forward in our game. So very, very excited about the Sharks. I worry about the seven jersey. I worry about the impact that'll have on Nico Hines. I think over the next few years, unless Trindle comes out and brains it, I think they'll go into the market for a seven. I think Luke Brooks would be an unbelievable signing for them. I think he'd be great. And I think a guy like him next to Nico Hines would take this Cronulla side to the next level. So I love the Nico Hines signing. I think it's a really good one. I worry about him leaving Melbourne, and I worry about who's going to be playing next to him, but as an individual, there is no doubt he's extremely talented, but I probably don't give the win to him solely because I'm worried about the other guys around him, and I don't think he's going to be playing in his absolute best position. Happy to be proven wrong, and hopefully I am. I want to see Nico Hines be really successful. I want to see Cronulla and Craig Fitzgibbon be really successful, but I don't think the Cronulla Sharks will be built off highlights and the attacking upside of Nico Hines. I think they'll be built off the back of the defensive structures of Dale Finucane and Cam McInnes and the attitude that these sort of guys bring. So very excited about the Sharkies. Nico Hines, a fantastic Fantastic signing, but for me, I probably don't have him as the best of these three for season 2022. For, from then and beyond, he definitely could be, and he could be anyway, to be honest with you. He's got that sort of upside, but I want to see him in a different system. I want to see him in a team that is not, you know, putting 40 points on each and every side week in, week out. The next one is Sean Johnson going back to the New Zealand Warriors. Now, he left a couple of years ago. At the time, I said, this is perfect. Hand the keys over to Roger Tuovasa Shek. It was a perfect divorce for me. Sean Johnson was not working at the Warriors. The Warriors were not working for Sean Johnson. 
both needed a break from each other. Sean Johnson has gone away. He has really mastered his craft. He has turned into a genuine seven. When he left, he was a flamboyant, highlight reel sort of footballer. He's arriving back as a genuine seven. And if people don't understand the gaping hole between those two, I probably can't help you. Yeah, this there is such a difference between the, the footballer he was when he left and the footballer he is when he's arriving back. And I also think the other thing about SJ that we need to appreciate is the guy that he's become off the field. He's become a real voice for the players in rugby league. He holds a lot of respect in the room of rugby league players. We saw him get a microphone jammed in his face uh, when they found out that they were moving up to Queensland a few months ago. Very unfair uh, on Fox League behalf, but maybe they chose Sean Johnson on purpose because they knew he'd be able to handle They knew he was the best guy to handle that situation, and good God, didn't he nail it? He was sensational. I believe it was the Sharks game after the Dragons. Uh, so Sean Johnson, he has developed as a footballer incredibly, but as a bloke and a man as well, and as a leader, which is really exciting for the New Zealand Warriors. Tohu Harris, he has been named as the skipper, but I would imagine SJ, he will be one of the main voices, and he'll probably be the vice-captain of this side as well, which I think is fair. be interesting if Tohu who is suspended, injured, out, whatever it might be, I would expect Sean Johnson to step up, which I think would be sensational. A great recognition for how far he's come in his career. I love the Sean Johnson signing. I think it's going to be unreal. He's got a couple of guys that could partner him in the halves from Reese Walsh to Ash Taylor to Nick Arima to Chanel Harris-Tavita. There's a couple of guys there. Personally, I am expecting... I'm expecting Reese Walsh to line up at fullback, and I think the sixth jersey will go to one of Nick Arima, Chanel Harris-Tavita, or Ash Taylor. Chanel Harris-Tavita is probably the guy for me uh, that has earned it over the last few years, and I think they showed their hand a little bit last season playing him at 5'8", getting him ready for that role. But I've always been a big Ash Taylor fan. I would love to see him get a go next to Sean Johnson. And for me, what I love is that they're a bit like the Broncos. They know who's going to be the halfback for the whole year. They know who's driving the car. It is going to be Sean Johnson, same as it's going to be Adam Reynolds in Brisbane. And there is a fight for that six jersey. In Brisbane, there is Tyson Gamble and Albert Kelly going head-to-head. For the New Zealand Warriors, they've got these three clashing for it, which I think is unreal. Competition for key positions is always sensational. And it might come down to who's got the hot hand at the time. We know that when Ash Taylor gets hot, he is unbelievable. As is Nick Arima. Chanel Harris-Tavita, he's probably the closest thing to a halfback out of all these guys, despite Ash Taylor and Nick Arima playing seven before. I think Chanel Harris-Tavita, he's got probably the the, the cooler head out of these guys, but uh, he probably hasn't brained it enough to say this jersey is automatically his over the next few years, as much as I do like him. I love what Sean Johnson is going to bring to the Warriors. For me... He is the stable head in the halves that they've been waiting for, essentially, since Stacey Jones retired. So, And I know he's been there before, but for me, there is a completely different footballer walking back into the Warriors, and I think it's very exciting times for them. For me, this one is right up there as far as these three go. The last one is Connor Watson at the Sydney Roosters. Now, another guy that is returning to his old club. Very, very exciting. There was rumours circulating a few months ago and I sort of started to buy into it, to be honest with you. I remember talking to Kempe and he'd spoken to Cameron Smith and he said, I'm pretty sure uh, Connor Watson will go there to be the starting nine. Since then, Brandon Smith has signed for the Sydney Roosters, not for 2022, but for 2023. So that would sort of signal to me that the Roosters probably don't see Connor Watson as a nine moving forward uh, as they've already got Victor Radley, arguably the best lock forward in the game. If not the best, you would have to say he's top three or top four when he's on the field. He will be the 13. He's got a brilliant combination with Luke Keary and with James Tedesco. So you would have to assume 
Brandon Smith at the Sydney Roosters will be playing in the nine jersey. So Connor Watson, I think it means he will be the number 14. Now... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's not very often a guy signs with a team to play a utility role, and I think it's a fantastic signing, or I think it's an advancement as far as that guy's career goes. But the game has changed, and the 14 jersey is more important than it ever has been. We said this at the start of the season, that being on the bench, it is no longer uh, a bad thing or a negative thing. Being benched is no longer a punishment for players or whatever it might be. It is just strategizing with the game. You saw the way that Dave Fafita was used this year. You've seen the way that team was used occasionally. It is not a bad thing to be brought off the bench, especially when you're in that 14 jersey, you're playing a utility role. When Connor Watson comes on, I believe he will play a bit of 9, a bit of 13. It kind of depends how the game goes. If they get an injury out in the centres, you could see him jump in there. If Teddy goes down, he could jump in there. If the halves go down, he could jump in there. So wherever there's an injury, I think you will see this guy come in and plug a hole. When there's not an injury, I think he'll come on and just play a roaming role. If Sam Verrills looks gassed and he's made, you know, 30-odd tackles in, in the first 50 minutes or whatever, I wouldn't be shocked to see him jump in at nine. Victor Radley will need spells throughout a game. I don't think he's going to be an 80-minute 13, not with the way that he defends and the amount of workload he gets through. So I think Connor Watson will come on and play a bit of a roaming role. He could play nine. He could play 13. He could play anywhere, essentially. Uh, so I think there's a lot of upside in the Connor Watson signing. You know that he's going to improve. He returns under Trent Robinson. He was fantastic at the Roosters originally. You remember, he won player of the tournament in the nines comp when they were wearing their Bondi strip. They won it that year. I want to say 2018, maybe 17. I don't really know off the top of my head, to be perfectly honest with you. But Connor Watson, he was looking sensational at the Roosters before signing with the Newcastle Knights. Has still played some great footy there. Uh, thankfully for Connor Watson, the game has moved towards a guy like him. Guys like him are more utilized now in the 13 jersey. We've been saying this for years. If you've been listening to the Guru podcast, you know that I've had a hard on for years for Connor Watson to play 13. And I think he can still play that role off the bench for the Sydney Roosters and have a huge impact. For me, I think there is every chance that Connor Watson in 2022 and 2023, he could be the utility for Freddie in, in New South Wales Blues Origin Camp. I I think he is made for that role. I think he would be so perfect for the Origin Arena. It's not even funny. There are a number of guys that could fill that role for the Blues. There are a number of guys that have filled that role for the Blues. Jack White and Api Curacao, these sort of guys, but I don't think any of them offer the same sort of flexibility and versatility that this guy does in Connor Watson. I really do think he's a great shot to make his origin debut over the next two years. I think he potentially could be the utility for 2022, but I'll tell you what, if I was a betting man, which you all know I am, if there was a betting market for Connor Watson to make his origin debut in 2023, I would be having a bit of shrapnel at it. I think he's a really good chance. Now, 
as I said before, it's not very often a guy moves to a club and he goes from being a starting player to a bench player, and I go, this is a huge move in his career. But this time it is. The game has changed. Connor Watson, he is part of the game changing. He's one of these players that is changing the way that we look at rugby league and the way that it is played. And I cannot wait to see him at the Sydney Roosters. For me, mate, if I had to pick one of these three as being the best signing, I think I'm probably going with Sean Johnson. I think I'm slightly going with Sean Johnson over Connor Watson. I know what I'm going to get out of the two of them. I think the Warriors need Sean Johnson more than the Chooks need Connor Watson and probably more than the Sharks need Nico Hines. Now, I would argue that the Sharks need Nico Hines more than the Roosters need Connor Watson. I think that is completely fair. But I think the Warriors need Sean Johnson a whole lot more. They have been through a couple of years of agony for them to go back home to New Zealand to play rugby league over there for the first time in two and a half years or whatever it's been and roll out Sean Johnson. I just love this narrative. It's going to be sensational to pair him up with Reese Walsh. I think they're really setting themselves up for the future here as well. So for me, I would go with the Sean Johnson sliding. I would probably have Connor Watson slightly ahead of Nico Hines only because... I know what I'm going to get out of Connor Watson. I'm not quite sure on Nico Hines. I think I'm going to get a bloody good footballer. But there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of guys around him that are going to impact what Nico Hines is able to do. So I would probably have Connor Watson slightly in front of them. I think all three of these guys are, without a doubt, top five signings heading into season 2022. And if at the end of the year... I come back to these three. I honestly reckon any three of these could be the signing of the year. It wouldn't surprise me. If Nico Hines brains it for the Shark and he's the attacking spark that I personally think they might lack right now, it's going to be hard to argue that he isn't the signing of the year. If Sean Johnson goes over to the New Zealand Warriors and they play finals footy and he pulls it all together, they've had the bones there for so long, they just need to pull it together. I think he could be signing of the year without a doubt. And Connor Watson, yes, I know he's playing Jersey 14, but the impact that he could have on games when he comes in when it is tough, it is in the you know, from the 30th to about the 50th minute, he could absolutely blow games away and you never know what sort of injuries could happen as well where Connor Watson could come in and fill in at a number of positions. Imagine if they had Connor Watson last year. I don't even know what position he would have played. I would assume hooker, but he could have played about six other spots as well. So having a guy like Connor Watson, it is always so valuable. I'm also hyper confident that he improves out of sight coming into this rooster system with a point to prove. He knows Brandon Smith is arriving there. Maybe he's happy being a utility. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Maybe he wants to fight for that hooker jersey. And whilst Brandon Smith is a better footballer, try telling Connor Watson that he can't do something. He is a competitive bastard, and he is going to be a fantastic signing for this Sydney Roosters side.